This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And for those of you who haven't seen the updates in the Facebook group, we have been off air because I, well, first of all, we took a holiday break. And yeah, we, we thought we took a holiday we were, break. We were really serious. We were like, we're really going to take this break. So we took a break. And then I got sick. I've, I'm still sick. I've been sick <laughs> since New Year's Eve. And so anyway, I'll try not and, to. Uh, and just if anybody's curious that hasn't been COVID sick, but she's taken 5,000 tests. <laughs> well, I, I think everyone who is, right. a, who is a longtime listener knows that we have taken COVID seriously. Right. We have taken precautions. And I don't mean this lightly. Uh, we, we respect our healthcare system. We want to keep it safe. But since I haven't gotten COVID and this has been so terrible, <laughs> it means that I could still recover from this and still get COVID. That's exactly what it means. That's exactly what it means. Gosh darn it. Um, so well, anyway. And, but, anyway. You know, <laughs> I, I just, you know, like I said, she's ta- because they, they have been respiratory type symptoms. Yeah, yeah. it's been, um, I think quite covid but you know that changes a lot uh anywho um well everybody has different I'm like, symptoms i'm too, like so. great so i yeah. can recover from this disease and then and still, then i can still, get covid yeah, you know you still get COVID, anyway right. uh, i don't mean that lightly it's uh if we can if anybody's able to joke a little bit about the pandemic i, I hope we're all able to make a little bit of a of a joke about it anywho the microphones still work Talking to your microphone. Make sure. <laughs> yes, we, they do. Okay, the microphones now, work. Now, here's the other thing. I don't know what we're talking about. Mallory hasn't clued me in on anything. Well, ZD, have you ever made a wedding veil? Oh, is that what we're talking about? Well, you better be ready to talk because you can hear. I'm still not. I, no, no. She I, gets ready. My so voice she is can, not. She can start out <laughs> strong with her voice, and then there's an inflammation <clears throat> there that all of a sudden she's like, ah. Can't yeah, talk. exactly. So she can do high little funny notes sometimes. You yes. know, I really should be speaking like this yeah, anyway. She should be using your head voice. Didi, have you voice. ever made a wedding veil? <laughs> uh, one or two or three or a hundred. Yeah, in fact. Yeah. Um. So my my good friend Jordan, who is part of the self sewn wardrobe group, she actually posted in there like asking for alterations, recommendations for a wedding dress. She lives in Texas. Um, she's getting married, and. We said uh, we do a veil. A veil is a, a place in your, if you're getting married, if a friend is getting married and they want a veil, this is a place where you can save some money by sewing for yourself. Right. Um, having been employed by a major, you uh, can say you work bridal there. retailer. No, yeah, I don't think um, <laughs> they make a lot of money off of veils. Okay, and. You know, I think that's fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not criticizing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes mm-hmm. they actually make very little off of a dress. Uh-huh. So, you know, they have to make, so they're making, you know, sometimes 
a bigger margin on accessories. Right. So anyway, I was making veils before I worked for that company, which was David's Bridal. Um, I was, and I, w I was, uh, um, I started to say operations manager. Jeez, alterations manager. If you were writing a resume, that is what you should put. R okay. Operations manager. Yeah, well, I don't want to be hired anywhere, okay? <laughs> so anyway. Um, <laughs> they call that rev ops now, just yes, so you know. Okay, I did yeah. not know yeah, that. No, no, but no, no. Um, so anyway. Was I, I, I was making a lot of veils before this happened. And, of course, I, you know, drew from, drew from knowledge I had just about fabric in general. And then, um, actually, we have that veil book that is not published anymore. Oh, yeah? Yes, we have a veil book. It was a paperback. And um, I bought it, I believe, in 1996 or seven, I think. And um, it was really nice because... It did tell me some things that I was doing, I thought, maybe more di in a more difficult manner than I needed to. You know? Yeah. So it helped me. And then just looking at um, veils that were, you know, retail made, you know, made for retail and things like that, um, I got some ideas and I started developing sort of my own signature way of doing them, I guess. Yeah. And this is kind of funny because I haven't made a veil in probably what, Mary? Oh, Six, seven years, um, maybe? Has I it don't been know. that long? I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't made one since, you know, we started the pandemic for sure. Well, yeah. Have but, you made but, one you know, since even, we started the podcast? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Maybe I have. I know that I have done some bridal alterations since we started the podcast. But, you know, I was limiting that to sort of like people I knew and, you know. Right, right. Um, I, you know, most of the time it wasn't even people I was charging for it. So um, so I really don't know how long it's, it's been. been. But it's been it's a minute. It's been years, I think. <laughs> yeah. And, um, of course, we still have some supplies to do that with. Some supplies. Right. Bolts of tool. Right. How many combs were in that little pencil box oh 15 oh it's right, right there. there it's right next to me i would Man, say more like two dozen these pencil boxes we boy. like pencil boxes the plastic do pencils. we have a lot of them okay so we uh have combs so the, the, so the combs are for the combs to, to put in the hair that uh -huh. hold the veil in in you know onto the head and right? i'll say okay we said they're they can be a cost-effective way i think it does depend on like the type of veil you're doing if you want some kind of you know, super duper lace edged, intricate well, veil. Well, I'm saying you, you know. can make it yourself, right? I mean, you know, a, sim a simple, you know, maybe a cathedral lace lace veil could cost a couple hundred dollars, right? And it might not even have a lot of embellishment, but it costs a couple hundred dollars, and the tool that you would buy for that might cost ten, right? Exactly. You know, now you have, you know, you do have to put it on comb, figure out how to fix it to the head and you know cut it or whatever but you know there there's a simple way to make a veil right which is just cut the edge and that's a veil yes if you cut the proper shape and put it you know if put it on a comb or some people will put it on a headband or some other kind of thing i almost always put it on a comb so that the veil can be taken off let's talk a little bit about fabrics um so combs zd's using like plastic hair combs 
I bet you can get a well there, there nowadays. Pla- there's a plastic hair comb and there is a uh, metal hair comb. Of course. Okay, yeah, I bet nowadays I, I'll look up on my phone while you're talking, but I bet you can get these plastic combs on Amazon. I bet you can. We I, how bulk. many are there? Twenty? Yeah, I didn't. I you know, I didn't count. Um, so talk a little. I mean, bit. I ordered those obviously from somewhere. Right, right. Um, but I think it was before. Right. It was in. Um, way you know, people times. will have preferences whether they want. Um, and I say people, I say makers will have preferences of whether they want a plastic hair comb, you know, or um, a metal one. And these combs are also clear, so they <laughs> have no clear. color. Yeah, okay? these are clear. Obviously, you can go to Walmart or Target or some store or a beauty supply, and you can buy any large comb that would hold a bale. Measure that, Mallory, and yeah, see about well, how, okay, how that, long that is. That's what I'm looking at, um, because... Are they We've got a couple different sizes here, but the big one. one. The big standard one. I'd say it's four inches, but. I think that's about right. Um, What, where, um, but here on Amazon, I'm looking at a listing. I just wanted to give, give an idea. This is five nine. Is this five ninety nine a comb? I can't believe that. No, no, no. no. I was going to say it's five ninety nine for twelve pieces, which is, I mean. That doesn't surprise me um, that that is kind of what they're going right. for now. And we have used these combs for other things in, you know, head dressings for costumes and things like this. But this is the one that I sort of consider my veil comb. Yeah, it's a four-inch comb. Um, so you got these four-inch clear combs. Right. You want to talk about fabrics at all? Right. Is it, can we start so, there? I, I do want to say something more okay. about the combs. Some okay. people will want to put these on a barrette, and they think that they will hold better and all that. The problem with putting a veil on a barrette, now, I'm not saying don't put it on a, you know, there are instances where you where may want work. to. Yeah. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is in a wedding reception uh, type of situation, once you put a barrette in the hair, you start messing with the hair and the hairdo. Right? Yeah. So when you have to take it out, then, you know, with the comb, generally the comb will hold it. You might have to put a few more pins, you know, over the comb or into the comb to hold it. But generally, that that has been the best for me. So before we talk about fabrics, I guess I'll just say with Jordan, with this particular mm-hmm. one, she wants the veil for the ceremony. It's not going over her face. Right. It's just, you know... From her head to her, you know, so elbows. When you goes over your face, it's called a blusher. Okay, yeah. Okay, the blusher can be the same length as the veil, or it can be shorter than the veil. Okay. Yeah. So this is just going kind of like into her hairstyle, going down her back, and she does want to take it off for the reception. Right. So that's something we had to. Kind and a of lot of people do want to take it off for the reception because it gets in the way. Right. Okay. Right. You know, it's it's you know all of a sudden, so, you know, it's flying around. It, you know, it's hard to control. Right, right. Okay. Um, you know, it can get in your food. It can get in someone else's food. Somebody accidentally gets it hooked on a piece of jewelry. <laughs> right. I mean, they really are kind of hazardous. I mean, nobody gets hurt by them, but they get in the way. And, you know, but it's a, you know, it is a beautiful thing for a bride to wear. I do like, you know, sometimes it will just complete what the bride is wearing. Sometimes. I think for her dress, too, like it's like full length, right. it's lacy, there's a big train, mm-hmm. all this. It's a bit of a princessy looking yeah, dress. Yeah, I, I didn't it. have a veil. Mallory did not have a veil. Hillary had a veil. It, it went very low on her head. Yeah. We called her 
we said she had the Pantene hairdo. Oh, so yeah. she had all this hair, and it was all piled up like in this big wad on top of her head. It looked like, sort of like a basket of eggs, I'd say, or something. And it was at the base of that. And it Where just the veil came, went. Yeah. Right, and it just came from there. And I think hers was um, just at, like, elbow length or something. Yeah, so Jordan that, has, like, lots of hair like Hillary. Right. She, though, I think is doing more like a half up. Yeah, I think But too. these combs, these real simple right. plastic four-inch combs, you know, the teeth are wide enough where... It's like they can slip into the hairdo right. and probably come, come out up. of the hairdo. Right. Right. And Hillary okay. had like a tiara yeah. that she wore. So she, she took the veil off, left the tiara on. She gets Yeah. Right. Uh, Jordan is going to have these little pearl. Throughout the hair? It's No, it's oh. like a couple kind of decorative. I don't, they're not barrettes. They're uh-huh. like pins. But she sent them to me and she said, you know, can the veil kind of like be draped over these and then be taken off? Sure. And I was like, yeah, I yeah. think as long as there's kind of like this insertion uh, you'll point see for the people comb. just put like maybe little <laughs> rhinestones in their hair or something. Or yeah. Actually, some people like glued them in. Right. Um, <laughs> and so uh, generally the, 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 I have made but the majority of the veils I have made out of a tool, and it is a bridal tool, a very fine bridal tool. So there's different types of tool. Yeah, let's talk about that. So tool, T-U-L-L-E, mm-hmm. okay, because even though I knew what mom was talking about, she was like, I think I have the right tool okay. for this. So, I was like, so, what, the, so what kind of Mallory tool do you need to make down, a veil? <laughs> Mallory comes over you know, down, down and says, uh, we have to make Jordan's veil. And I said, fine, what color is her dress? Because... We have the tool to find out, you know, what. So here's the other thing is how wide does she want it? So what it means is it's not how, obviously it's going to be four inches wide when it's on this comb, but there are different widths of tools. So you get different volumes. It turns into a different volume. Yeah. And okay. I think the thing, the thing I see, what can make a veil look cheap and I don't want to say this 100% of the time because you could like this look and it could look good but I think I've seen people get disappointed in a veil that isn't as full as they would like or it it just kind of looks flat you You gave the advice in our home deck episode Uh to make curtains be twice the width two and a half times two and a half okay Mm -hmm. and you know what I just saw a tiktok that's like tips to make you look rich and it's like put more it's like put two and a half times put another panel of curtains buy extra panels of curtains right so I'm not saying that every veil has to be super duper gathered or anything like that and I've made veils that were um oh oh, what is that netting called you know what I'm talking about the the real heavy the thick looking netting with um, you put it, you know, it was a milliner's type netting. Well, it's not so that room. so it wasn't a veil that went down the back. No, you know, like no, this yeah. or something. You know, it was very different. Um, in fact, that wedding dress that I made with the big roses on it. Yeah, that's what she had. It was just like it, it was. The veil was just like on her. Sure, hair. it was a little bit more of like it a fascinator. It, yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, it was sort of like this little headdress on her. Yeah, hair. yeah, yeah. But it had the the veiling in it or uh-huh. whatever, the netting or whatever netting. it yeah. was called. I think we I used to call that something. Specific. Well, and we are saying bridal tool. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's a little lighter weight. Now, of course, if you go back in time a little bit, there are people with some poofy, stiff veils, you know, in mm-hmm. certain the decades. 80s. Right, exactly. Go back to the 80s, so, and it is 
a lot of, yeah. So if you are having an 80s wedding, you, you know, you can go for that stiffer stuff. But if you are sort of looking for this contemporary look where the, it's tool, it's a, it's a bit, it's a bit stiff of a fabric, mm-hmm. you know, um, bridal tool is a thing that you right. can go, right. you can go to a fabric store or search online, right. bridal tool. So generally you make the, you make the, the veil is, is a certain length. And they have different names, different places, chapel length, you know. Yeah, uh, cathedral, cathedral fingertip. Cathedral length, trail fingertip, you know, elbow length, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can make the veil any length that that the bride wishes it to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jordan wants to make sure, like, her, her dress is very open in the back and her back looks beautiful. But in the church, she wants her back covered. Well, and that's another thing. So her the back on her dress is really low. And for me and for Jordan, we're looking at like, okay, we want this veil to be below the back Right, because you don't you want, know? I mean, what she's not wanting is like all these different lines down exactly. her back where, you know, here's her shoulder and then it stops and then here's part of her back and then here's part of yeah, the dress. So if and, you've got this, this dress with right. a slow back, exactly, it would look kind of, it might look silly right. if you choose to make the veil cut halfway across where your back is bare. Okay. Right, right. So one thing here, you're saying start with the length. So I think that's like a really good right. thing to start with. And it can be whatever length you want. Right. And what happens here is then you are confined by the width of the fabric yeah. because you don't want a seam in your veil. Probably right? not. You yeah. probably don't want a seam in <laughs> your veil. Good call. So, so does bridal tool come in different widths? Uh, yes, yeah. and we have it here, and one of them is like 120 inches wide. Yeah, or 108 or something, something like that. Something like that. It's over 100, I believe. And I think the other, is the other just 60 or something, or maybe it's 80. I don't know. We may have to measure that, but I have them there. I used to know all. Yeah, this we've stuff got like a, we've right got up. a couple different widths. Right. So you want you know check that out and how full do you want to make it and what do you think? Now this is think about this. All of this over a hundred inches is going to be gathered up in about four inches. So it's really gathers. One twenty fifth. It the, really yeah. really gathers. Okay? It really does gather, and it oh, gathers yeah. easily. Okay, uh-huh. this is not a hard thing to do. It gathers quite easily. Okay, then the next thing is what color? Mm-hmm. And there's white and there's, you know, the off-white, which people will refer to as many colors. You know, beige, off-white, ivory, whatever, you know. I'm looking it, at it, some tool on right. Vogue Fabrics. Mm-hmm. They've got some 108-inch wide. Okay. And, the, you know, the, here's another term you'll come up against, illusion. Yes. The illusion and, uh, it's, lightweight it's call, tool. It's called illusion because it's a very fine, well, yeah, and, you know, it goes over the bride's face. It's gathered, but you can still see the bride's, And you know, sometimes this illusion stuff, uh, we did this in my wedding dress. We used it as a base for lace. So right now we're talking about this illusion tool as being used for a bridal veil, but it's used for other things, and it's meant to be sheer over the skin sometimes. So on this Vogue Fabrics page, we're seeing white, ivory, black, uh, brown sugar. So you may find, you know, bridal illusion in all these colors. Yes. Now the bride may want another color. You know, there are people that want pink veils or blue veils. Can you? What can you do? You can dye What it. can you do? You can dye it. <laughs> There's no guarantee what color it will look like, right? Yeah. I mean, it's you know, they're they're generally nylon, okay? So they dye easily. Um, 
you know, it can be hard if somebody wants it a color. There are other tools that come in colors. They will not be the bridal illusion. They will be a, a stiffer. You know, I would just say if my friend wanted a purple mm-hmm. veil, okay, mm-hmm. I would order, first of all, this stuff is seven ninety nine a yard. Ha- and bridal illusion. This bridal illusion. It's 108 wow. eight inches wide. Got more expensive. Well, yeah, I mean, it's still really reasonable, yeah. right? Eight bucks a yard. I think it used to be a dollar twenty, but like I said, it's been a while. Go Jordan ahead. is a tall person. She's right. having this from like mid, you know, middle of her head to her elbows, and she's saying like twenty five inches long. Right. So that's under a yard. Right. If Jordan wanted a purple veil, you know what mm-hmm. I would do, and I think you would tell me to do this. Right. I'd order like five yards of tool. Right. And dye. I dye each of them yep. a different. Put them in the put them right. in the purple dye for each for different um, amounts of time. And that's what I would do. And then do. I would say, Jordan, pick your purple right. and then make her veil. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. And honestly, you probably don't want it too dark anyway. Uh-huh. You know. Um, I mean, people be doing crazy things right. with their veils. Yeah, and and yeah. people <laughs> might want a rainbow veil. Right. You know, so <laughs> exactly. I don't, you know, people may want anything. They might want sparkle veil. Now, the illusion does have, generally come with a, a white and a um, ivory that is like yeah, a, sparkle. a sparkle Did illusion. I, are we using sparkle for her? I don't. Think I can't so. remember. I don't, I don't think we are. Her her dress is white and ivory. It, okay, it looks like it has sort of an ivory background well, it has and a wider sheer panel. So like yeah. it's kind of like her skin color comes through too. So yeah, I feel like we have a lot of flexibility with the right. white versus ivory. So we ivory. are using something that's not pure white. Because she also wanted a specific trim on it, and that we're putting on is white. But it's not white, white either. No. I mean, there is, you know, white is a spectrum. Exactly, exactly. Well, let's take a break and come back and talk a little bit about more more fabric options and, and what that means for finishing. Hey, Zidi. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com slash leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com slash leggings and get started today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So we've talked about the tools, right? Right. Now, that's not the only thing that bales can be made out of. Right. I've made lace bales, so out of lace yardage. Right. Okay. I made a veil. It was a remake of a dress, and um, this bride, her sister-in-law had worn the dress, and then her sister wore the dress. And ne- No, no. Wait. Her mother. Wait a minute. Her mother wore the dress, then her aunt wore the dress, and then she was wearing the dress. All right. So it was her mother's dress. Okay. And it had like this train thing, skirty thing that came on off and on, right? Yeah. And she said, can this be a veil? And I said, yeah, it can. And so we made her more like a mantilla, if anybody knows what that is. Yeah. Okay. So it's not gathered at all. The lace sort of just lays on your head. Okay. You know, and frames your face. So, you know, that was her veil. That's what she, and it was great because it matched the dress perfectly and the dress had aged. I'm sure it wasn't the same color that it had always been, but it turned out she, she loved it. Yeah. And she did take it off for the reception. Okay. Because it was really kind of heavy. So lace veil can get kind of heavy. Okay. So the next person, the next veil I'm thinking about, and I'm there are always more options than this, is <laughs> for a while I was really into making a um, silk crepe veil. Okay. Ch- chiffon or crepe? Oh, I'm sorry, chiffon. Okay. I was like, uh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah, you're here to correct me. <laughs> okay, so... And silk chiffon is truly like a cloud. Yeah, no, it's okay. really that pretty. The feel is amazing really pretty. and all this. Really pretty. And this was actually a bride who had worn a lot of costumes. She had been on Broadway, okay? And she's just I like, thought you were going to be like, this was a bride who'd this worn was a mo- lot of res- wedding dresses. <laughs> She probably had. No, I know. Yes, she probably had. This is Melissa. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, I had made, I don't know, about four or five veils like this. And she picked a dress that was very slender. It was lace all over, you know, but it was very plain. Uh-huh. You know, so it was an all over lace, and it was strapless and very plain. And she said, I just don't think I want a veil. Uh huh. And I said, I have an idea. And she's a, she's a small person. Not, yeah, not she's a, short. She's she, a you know she's very like, petite, like a five foot one person. Yeah. Not very not very big or anything. Kind of a tiny person. And I said, I think I have an idea that you might like. I'm going to make you 
a silk chiffon veil. Now, the silk chiffon is only 60 inches wide. Yeah. Okay, so this is not a real gathered veil. And I said, it's going to also be your train. And Uh so she had no train on this dress, okay? But she was getting married in a church. And it was a big wedding. And I just kind of felt like she would get lost, maybe, in this whole scene. Do you know what I mean? If she didn't have something that said bride yeah or it would just make a really big impression in this yeah environment. yeah i didn't want yeah i mean obviously she makes a big impression wherever she goes but i so i i don't know i just wanted to make sure she was showcased properly. well i just will say i mean wedding dresses are costumes the way we do things nowadays that's right. um and, and in a lot of cultures and 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 places but you know the way the weddings i've encountered you can get such a variance in like venue size. That's right. And how people are looking at you. And uh, Jordan is having like a Catholic ceremony. So she had to like, she's like, I got to make sure I can kneel in this dress. Right. I got to make sure I can do this in this dress. Or how's the veil going to work when I sit and down? Some often, I didn't sit and down, oftentimes you know? the bride will buy the dress and that will determine the flavor of the venue. Or they are they like, yeah. okay, well, I bought this dress. Right. Got to make sure to have an aisle that's so and so wide. That's right. Or, you that's know, absolutely. Uh, or I'm getting married in a bar. So I don't want this to look yeah, this sure, way. Or, well, sure. You know, my my, you know, fiance is wearing cowboy boots and a western shirt. I have to wear snowshoes. You, know, you know, I don't. And I'm wearing boots too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've had, I've had a lot of br- brides in all kinds of boots. Oh yeah. yeah. So the veil can be a really. I just want to say, like a fun, a fun thing mm-hmm. to do. A lot of different. Um, Compliment the dress. Compliment right. the venue. Compliment the bride. You know, right. etc. And or you. So anyway, I said to her. I will make you a veil. I want to make you a silk chiffon veil, and it will be my gift to you, and you do not have to wear it mm. if you do not want it. Yeah. Right? Well, it, it it worked. Yeah. You know, and it just trailed on the floor, you know, just a little bit that when she walked up, she got that look of it following her. And it was light, and it was easy, and, it was, and she took it off. Uh-huh. You know, as soon as the ceremony, pictures and ceremony was, you know, or pictures of the ceremony and the ceremony were over. You know, she, well, it rang at her outside reception, so she did have it off. But anyway, um, so she was very, very happy with that. And, you know, her only idea of a veil at the time was one that would have been tool or illusion. Yeah, sure. But she didn't have the idea of this veil. Yeah. So anyway, that worked for her. Um. What do we want to talk about next? Well, I just want to, you know, I think what we're going to, let's talk about the shape of these veils. Okay. This might be a two-part podcast. I didn't expect it to be, but here we are. So, choosing the length. On on Jordan's veil, she kind of wants just like your typical, I don't know. Fairly traditional looking. Yeah, fairly traditional veil shape. So, how we are determining this is we asked her to measure. Now, there are like some standards out there there are you know like you can order a veil and it's this length or this length or this length so if yeah the issue being jordan is at a standard height right no the the veil would be a different length on me than her absolutely you know so if you are going to make veils and sell them like on etsy and i was just looking on etsy at veils people will kind of put in like Mm -hmm. a 35 inch or 40 inch or you know whatever and you know that would be a way to offer options to clients right. for sure. Um, just give them some standard lengths and or you can measure the bride. So we right. took the length and you're just 
we're just cutting this big rectangle that is that length, mm-hmm. right? That's right. And then we're going to round our corners. Right. The corners that are at the bottom of the bale, not at the top where they're on the cone. Good clarification. Yeah, we'll we're straight. only round two out of the four corners yes, of this rectangle. Straight, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's so how this it is. will be 108 inches by, what'd she say, 21 to 25 inches, I, I, I think, think so. is what yeah. she said. So it's gonna so be like it will right. be more than twenty five inches. Uh-huh. It will probably be about twenty six or twenty seven because of the way we affix it to the comb. It will be flipping over the comb and being put in her hair. Yeah, and when we say round the corners, we don't mean round them like uh-uh. with a penny or a coke can. No, more like more like large like a ten dinner inch, plate, twelve right? inch circle. Yes, yes. So, yeah, a, a, like it's a very gradual curve. Yes. Okay. And if you think about it, you pro- if you've been to weddings where there's veil, you don't look up there and go, oh, they curved the veil. You don't look you up don't there. You don't think of it that way. And you don't. I get there are some veils like this. Right. I, I'm picturing. I'm, I don't want to put my veil bias on anybody. Sorry. Uh, but, you know, there are veils out there where if they look very triangular. Yes. That is a rectangle. Yes. And they have not rounded the, right. the curve. So if you want it to be a little gentler where right. the impression is of sort of like a gathered oval. Right. Okay. Something like that. We're going to do that slow, gradual rounding. Right. Now, but we're not doing an oval. Right. Right. Okay. Um, now, that could be a choice for a different I, type of veil. I Honestly, what I, this one. what I used to use, uh-huh. I believe, I still have it. We'll, we'll see. I don't know where it is. It was a round placemat. Oh, that yeah. That's around use. here. And it was about 14 inches. As a I snowman believe. on it? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it was about 14 inches. It's this big vinyl placemat right. that has a snowman on it. That I used for, <laughs> it's adorable. for a curve. Yeah, it's a, it's a really nice... I, Really nice right. curve. I, I placed that, you know, on the inside, uh, you know, inside the corners of the veil, and I used what else? A What'd rotary cutter. Okay. A very sharp, knew it was sharp, knew, you know. And nice if you sharp. watched our series, our zigzag series on wedding dresses, you know that tool can be hard to see. Mm-hmm. It can be difficult to work with. Um, so just... There are a few tips we share in there if you're well, having trouble. Well, and the reason I liked this placemat was mm-hmm. it was kind of rubbery on the back, and it held the tool. Oh, like it. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it had some weight to it, really. Yeah. 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 So, so it was kind of holding was it not, down. So, you know, instead of just, like, drawing a curve or whatever, this held it down. Yeah. So so we cut that. You're going to cut that curve mm-hmm. in there. Right. And, um, and we're going to finish it. But let's not talk about that quite yet. You don't have to finish this veil, do you? You do not. I will tell you two of the most simplest things is don't finish it. Just make sure it has a really nice cut to it, right? And then the other most simplest way, if somebody, okay, this will not uh, ravel. Tool it's not, not it's ravel. not, we will not, it's it like will, a bonded netting, right? Like, I. Yeah, I don't know why it doesn't ravel because it's stretchy too. Like, but it's, yeah. it's a netting. Yes, and you, when you say bonded, I'm not sure that's I the right think, answer. But anyway, it, it will not. You can not pull on it, you know, you can you can barely tear it except when you're trying not to. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so anyway, the other thing you can do is you can place it on your sewing machine. Pick a I would do a probably a 2.5 or 3 inch uh length, millimeter length millimeter yeah. length stitch. Match the thread to the color of the veil and go around it at a quarter inch and just you're just top stitching Uh 
and you just leave it like that. Yeah. And that's it. So what I'm saying is the edge of the veil is not finished. There's a stitching line a quarter inch inside the veil. Yeah. That would be the simplest way to do it. So there is an option. And I think that's a nice option. Yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And it's not like it's real obvious, but it's still there, you know. So, and the other thing that that is nice for is if you do have a blusher, you can find it. Uh-huh. So you can find the blusher, do you know what I mean, mm-hmm. on the veil that it's sort of outlined. Sometimes it's really hard to find it if you pull the blusher over. Sometimes it's hard to find it and separate it out. Okay, so there are other finishing methods. I think we're going to talk about that in the next podcast, actually. But I just want to say we're going to finish Jordan's with some rat tail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a it's like a um, a round right. ribbon it's, almost. It's a, cor- it's a cording. A cord. It's yeah, a satin cording. A, a th- smooth satin cord. Uh, beads people do sometimes. Um, and then there are fabrics, though, where you do have to finish it. You have to choose a finishing technique, right? Like, like the silk like chiffon, the silk right? chiffon. Yeah. So, so you I do have to made, finish those. Right. So I have made many a finish on um, the serger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of roll tims. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about the roll tim. Uh-huh. Is when somebody asks for a color, they're like, you know, they have a color in their dress or something, and they're like, I just don't want this to be white. You can finish the the veil in in a color. Yeah, and okay? that can, yeah, and it's very subtle, but it's there. Okay, and that that's often makes people very happy. They like that. Okay, I just want to say I'm I'm just doing a quick search here on Google. Silk chiffon, uh, it's only forty five inches wide. Uh-huh. It's about fifteen dollars a yard. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad not at, at all. all. Here's the other thing no. with the tool and the silk chiffon, and you're making this. You can afford, and you should buy enough to test. Oh yeah, okay, absolutely, absolutely, because you want to, you want if you're go, you know, if this is you're do, going to try something fancy on the sewing machine. Um, you know, you want to be able to test this over and over again and make sure you have your settings right. You don't want to be frustrated. Um, the other thing is we're going to talk about that you wrap the comb prior to sewing the veil on the comb. So you wrap it with. So you a, need a little bit of tool with, for with that. Tool. So you need a little extra. And um, you need to test out these finishing techniques on a curve too. Yes, so think about yes, that. So if yes. your if your veil is going to be going to have a curve to it, like we're talking so about. So in the eighties, yeah, the big thing was the fishing line. Yeah, yeah. Serger. Uh, so you got that curl. Uh huh. You know, you had that. That was that was big. That, they, they were putting that on the dress and on the sleeves. Everywhere. So, yeah, that was big. That was big. So you had that. You know, curvy. So how did you, so a lot of your silk chiffon ones you're saying you finished on the serger. Most of them were just a three thread uh-huh. uh, rolled hem because I wanted it very simple. Right, right. Okay. I have also used a three thread, you know, uh, narrow hem because yeah. people just wanted that little bit of an edge. Itty bitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, and that is also a good way to put like a sparkle in it. So a lot of these dresses, oh, they're all white and everything, and then they have all these silver or gold sparkles or whatever. And so I would use a metallic thread. And a lot of times with the metallic thread, it honestly 
looked better, laid better with the three thread narrow than the three thread rolled. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and sometimes I would do this for the bride. I I show, show her, her some three samples. Or four yeah. Finishes right. That's nice. Yeah. So depending on the and then I just want to cover it with lace. Mm-hmm. Depending on the lace, you might have the option to not finish, but you but you also might need to do that little zigzag right. treatment. The other thing someone might want is a lace applique right. on their on their veil. Mm-hmm. Now I had most of the time no problem just using a small zigzag and zigzagging them right onto the yeah. the tool and that that wasn't much of a problem. A lot of people this is the only thing I ever glued on a veil would be if they wanted single pearls yes. throughout it or rhinestones or something like that. Some people will actually glue the beads on the edge of the veil. I say no. Just in handling that tends to come off. It's also more difficult. You've got glue on your hands. Yeah. You got glue on this tool. It's like long oh my continuous God. thing. Yes. And I, you know, I tried doing that one time for when I tried doing it, it was for costume. I thought, oh, I'll just glue this on while right. I'm here. You know, I, I think I was at the costume shop, honestly, and didn't have like my beading foot, right, and or piping foot or whatever I was using. And I was like, oh, forget this. I'm saving this for home. You know, you know, I... it, it, it was just so much easier to sew the string of beads on on the serger for me. I feel like we have done a really fair share of costuming. Mm-hmm. And we have used our fair share of glue. Oh, I yeah. Mean, glue, I, glue works, everybody. I spent 30 yeah. hours making those well, freaking paper wigs out of glue. Well, and, you and, know. and another thing is, you know, the the veil only has to last for a couple hours. But, but <laughs> what I'm saying is oftentimes I have found, and this could, if, right. if you're a costumer making a different type of thing, this right. could be uh, wrong and not, not right. the right answer for you. But, like, I have honestly found the sewing machine will give me, like, a better tool to and use than glue. And it's quicker a lot of times. Yeah, it doesn't have to dry. And, you know. Right. Um, so, like I said, I've used glue. I made those paper right. wigs. I did sew the elastic right. through them. You know, so it's not like I hate glue, but I think – I really gravitate more toward the sewing machine in right just um, right. or toward sewing right. things. Yeah, I mean, I and I've seen people even glue lace trim on a veil. And first of all, there is no glue that won't be stiff. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, they can say it doesn't get stiff, but it's going to be stiffer than if you sewed it. Right. Um. You know the. Uh, I, can we move on from here? Because I don't thing, know. So the, okay, <laughs> well, the other thing. So the other thing I have done is. So a bride wants like a scalloped edge or Mm -hmm. some sort of decorative shaped edge or whatever. And I have done this and I have used the decorative stitches on my sewing machine using, you know, the melt away stabilizer stabilizer yeah. underneath it so it's the stuff that looks sort of like ceramic this whatever. is where we're getting into like this doesn't save you money because like i would okay. charge a million dollars this does to not do save this. you money right I, <laughs> I i okay this is not something i offered anyone right right okay no <laughs> so i went around all of this tool you know using embroidery thread yeah right it was gorgeous. So I go around the tool. I'm a, I stay an inch away from the cut edge, and then I go you back go and, cut and it. trim it down. Boo! It is a big job. I mean, I would do it for a daughter. Okay, you know, our granddaughter. I'm not doing this for the public. Well, the, and unless, unless they want to pay. Yeah, they're me gonna... 
several hundred dollars to do that That's because right. it takes hours. <laughs> That's right. And you know, you're doing this decorative stitch and you are you have to sit there and you have to babysit it yeah. as you're doing it and you have to go slow. Well, this is not something you can do quickly. Right. So if you're looking at a simple veil, making it yourself save you some money, you know, for sure. But then if you are looking at something really intricate. Just tell them it's impossible. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're looking at something you want for your wedding that's right. really intricate, just be prepared. Yeah, it could, you know, you could spend a pretty penny on it, you know. Um so, but, but it's an option. Yes, you know, it, it, it is. It, it, it's something you can do. You did that on the hem of... Lindsay's prom dress, the decorative stitch yes, that you cut away. Yeah. Really very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we've shown that uh-huh. before. Right. Um, it, which, just just stunning. It was like a silk voile. That fabric. would, I feel like that is a, would be a really pretty wedding veil finish if somebody yes. wanted something yes. like that. And at least that was a big one. Yes. It you was know, it big. wasn't the tiny, it was like a big two inch one, you know. I don't know though, that can be a little more intimidating in some ways. Well, you know? it can going through the sewing machine <laughs> yeah. in a sense. You're right. You're right. You're so right. um and, and that it, is exactly how I did that is I did it with the melt away. Uh, the other thing about finishing, I just want to bring up our curve again. Okay. Mm-hmm. So depending on what you're finishing with, you have to keep in mind, okay, if I'm gonna finish with a lace trim. A lot of lace trim doesn't really go around curves super great. Yes. You have to make sure your curve is slow enough right. that the lace trim can, you know, kind of curve around without gathering anything up or flipping up or you looking have, weird. You have a lot of brides that say, I, I want this ribbon or I want this yeah. real wide ribbon. What they don't realize is it maybe isn't a ribbon. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times it's a big satin bias piece. That's right. So they think it's a ribbon. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Right. Because if you did that... Okay, it wouldn't make the curve. Yes. So if you've got a curve to go around, you got to make sure your edging will go around a curve. So there, you so, know, there's you know, something to keep in now mind. Now you can put ribbon on it, but it yeah. just can't be that wide. Right. You know, and it has to be a bit. So it, ha- I would say, you know, not more than a quarter inch of, of ribbon would I put on that curve. Okay. Without it looking funny. I honestly think maybe we should stop here and talk next time about wrapping the comb and actually constructing the, actual the veil. construction of the veil. Yeah, we're getting yeah. Up, we're just getting a little long here. So Well, I have I have, you have something, I have something else yeah. besides construction that Share I that. want to talk about and it's care of the veil. Oh, great. Do you, do you want to talk about that this time Big or next time? Big red <laughs> flashing letters. You tell the bride, do not iron. Okay, I can't tell you the emergency calls I get. Well, my aunt said that it was, you know, my veil was crumpled and she ironed it. They mm. melt it. They melt it every time. They melt it no matter, even if they're using a, a, a um, pressing, pressing sheet cloth. Or, yeah. What happens is the, it somehow flies into the iron, <laughs> the, the tool or something, you know. And, you know, I would be putting together a veil and running to a church or something, you know, to do Well, this. and you just said the Bridal Illusions nylon, right? It is, and it melts, and melt. it melts easy. Melt quick. So I would prepare the veil. I, I would steam it myself. You know, I would make sure that veil was in good shape. And then I would hang it in a dress bag. Yeah. You know, I would hang it on a clipped, you know, however I had so that it was hanging from the comb and it was hanging straight. And that's now. Some brides are getting married at a destination wedding. So you say to them, carry your veil on. Uh-huh. You know, and a lot of times I would suggest that they like, you know, made a roll out of a towel yeah. and then rolled it onto oh, there. Great idea. Okay. So at least you didn't have like um, 
horizontal crinkles in it. Right. You know, the crinkles might be vertical. (laughs) At least they were vertical. When you get to your destination, the absolute first thing you are going to unwrap, right, is your veil, and you're going to hang it in the bathroom, and people are going to take showers, okay? Because the steam will release it. I felt so proud of myself when we went to that wedding in Montana. We got there, and I said, Derek, get your suit out now. Right. You know, get, get your clothes get out, tucks hang out, them you know? up, get them in the yep. bath, whatever, whatever you can do. Um, if you have a steamer, yes, you can use a steamer. Now, if the steamer head does not get hot and it doesn't have metals, there are steamer heads that get hot, uh-huh. so you have to be careful. But just tell them, do not iron it. It's not worth it. It's not, you know, and honestly, if it, there's one little wrinkle in it, nobody's going to see this. Right, okay. right. Um, so the care is important. Okay, of, of that veil in that sense. And it should have, you know, like its own little, you know, bag that it's in, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to do part two of the veils. We're going to talk about how we are wrapping the comb, doing Jordan's veil um, next week. So it's nice to be back, everybody. Thanks for waiting now on that us. Now Mallory can speak I again. mean, hopefully I haven't, like, lost my voice, you know, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nice to talk to you all. All right, ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.